0: Helen and i'm liz and we're sisters scientists
1: and lifelong x-files fans
0: and this is we want to believe hello hello everyone i don't think i good yeah good i don't think i have any announcements or anything i was trying to think about that um I know I want to do some more research about wormholes because I was listening to our episode where I talk about them and I'm just feeling insecure that I could have said something wrong, (laughs) Not wrong. Well, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I need to do some more research. And so at some point there will probably be a wormhole update coming because I want to do a better explanation about wormholes. So for right now, if you're listening and you're a physicist and you're like, I've lost all respect for Liz. She said something <laughs> wrong about wormholes. um, just just hang on, and maybe you'll respect me again, just in case, well,
1: but now wormholes are theoretical, though, yeah, right, yeah, but Whoa. I mean, as
0: far as like how I mean they're theoretical, but that doesn't make them like unicorns or something like if i it's <laughs> like if you were like, oh, you said something wrong about unicorns, you'd be like, well. <laughs> Did I? But like, just because they're theoretical, there's still yeah. like constraints about how we think they develop and why we think hmm. that. And I know um, there's something called an Einstein-Rosen bridge, which I want to look into. Which is okay. Something, um, yeah. The thing is, I didn't actually look into it. I just oh. had these thoughts. <laughs> okay. So I was like, I need to the do the research and bring up today. Yeah. So this is more of a placeholder. The wormhole update is coming. And if Got you want to just learn more about worms, we do have an episode that addresses that in season
1: one. <laughs> that's um, true. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that was the season, wasn't it? Luke, ma'am? Oh, that's a different
0: episode. I guess we have a lot of episodes oh. that are kind of worm-based. <laughs> <laughs> What's
1: the we other had one? one?
0: Um, I know we had one in which entitled Worms, Fact or Fiction uh, in season one. And I started talking about the town of worms in Germany and how there was the diet of worms, which is not what it sounds like.
1: Um, Yes. Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Great. Fluke man. I do have an update. Oh, yes. I'm so glad you said that. Last episode, I was talking about how the writer of that episode was Darren Morgan, uh brother of Glenn Morgan of the famous Wong and Morgan pair who write X-Files episodes. Um, Darren, that that last episode, uh humbug, was his first writing credit. It was not his first time on the X-Files, however, as he played the fluke man. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I forgot to mention that last time, and I realized it like as soon as it ended. So yeah, we've seen him before. He was the fluke man, presumably. That's awesome. He looks more normal. That's great.
1: Outside I love of work, the idea of like you are a writer for a TV show, and uh, you're like, we need someone to play a fluke woman. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. You're right,
0: <laughs> and then it's like you know that fluke person. They wrote a pretty good script. Like, yeah. You
1: know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. So we are talking about the Kalusari. Kalushari, as they kind of later say.
0: Are you okay?
1: Yeah, this did not scare me at all. Oh, okay. And um, oh. also, I have seen it before, and it oh. didn't scare me much then. Really? Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> there, is, there is the part that I can very well imagine being scared by. Uh, But like, I think there's a big difference between being 17 and watching something with the lights out at 10 PM versus being in your mid thirties, watching it in your office, taking notes, you know, (laughs)
0: like, yeah, I do find the note taking process sometimes draws me out of the episode a little bit. And so I often think maybe I'll take fewer notes, but then I'm like, if I don't take any, I won't remember stuff. And then I just find myself taking a ton of notes and yeah. Right. Um,
1: Oh my yeah. God. Okay. I've
0: been like worried.
1: <laughs> no, no, it was been like, so,
0: what, what have I done to her? Oh no.
1: So no. Okay. Well, it's interesting. I do have extremely strong feelings about this episode. Ooh, oh no. So strong Ooh. that I got distracted and didn't look up any of the science I wanted to because I was so angry. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. so I actually I have a lot to say, but it has wow. nothing to do with science or demonic possession or being scared. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. what I recall
0: is, I mean, not a whole lot. I remember the beginning where they're like at some like fun fair or something, and yeah. like there's a bathroom stall, and the kid disappears, and it chases a balloon mm-hmm. and dies, and maybe and then then I don't remember anything until we get some bearded men and a scene that looks like it could have been in The Exorcist. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I remember... Everything in between there is... Oh, I remember an, a woman with an accent with brown hair saying, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. That
1: happens too. Okay. Um. So, it starts with a little boy watching a train at a fair. We later learn that he turns 10. So, he must be oh. 9, which is... <laughs> the age of my oldest good, good um, research yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i had to ask zach <laughs> yeah. <for that> <laughs> no, detail. I,
0: I pictured you more being like all right he's turning 10 probably <laughs> that indicates he's nine all right yeah. just... <laughs> anyway sorry
1: <laughs> um and uh so he's watching a train at a fair and it's like a um Like, a small one, like, kids can ride on, you know, like, one of the ones that goes around, like, a park or something. Yeah, yeah. And the parents call him over for some ice cream, uh, and his name is Charlie. Okay. And his little brother, whose name we learn is Teddy, loses his balloon. Oh, God, okay. Um, and, uh... Uh, his mother, when the balloon flies away, goes, bye bye, going to balloon land, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> the idea that the yeah. sky is balloon land. The sky is balloon land. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It also reminded me that at my nine-year-old's seventh birthday, he had a big, he wanted a big number seven balloon. Do you yeah, remember that? I and do. Him and his friends were like, knocking into it like batting it around and it came off of its tether and flew into the sky and we watched it like go like forever like way oh, yeah. high into the sky yeah, and, uh, yeah. to balloon he, land he was, apparently yeah to balloon land yeah he yeah. was just amused though yeah um and so then the parents give Teddy the little brother Charlie's balloon instead oh. which is just a dick move
0: it is um yeah either buy him another balloon or distract him right. or something like- right yeah, it's not like if Charlie were like sixteen, then maybe.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, if but you're he past is, like
0: balloon age.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can no longer go to Balloon Land. Um, <laughs> <laughs> won't let you in. Anyway, yeah. uh, but Charlie's pissed off in a super creepy way. Um, mm. he's just going, I want my balloon. I want because his dad is like, oh, we'll get you another balloon, and he's like, mm. no, I want my balloon. But like, he's not like wine. He's just like very deadpan and okay. creepy. Yeah. Um, So Teddy, the toddler, kind of falls in his ice cream that they have. um, And the mom takes him into the bathroom to clean up. And uh, then she goes into the bathroom stall and she leashes him to the sink. So she has like a toddler harness that she then like secures to the base of the sink while she's using the bathroom. And uh, while she's in there we see him lose the balloon and it flies out the window so charlie's balloon his new balloon Mm -hmm. he also loses the kid cannot be trusted with balloons (laughs) clearly (laughs) yeah stop giving them to him yeah it's only gonna end in tears um and then she gets out of the bathroom stall and he's gone and so then we see so she panics obviously. Yeah. And we see him just kind of walking through the park, following the balloon and walking onto the train tracks. Oh. And they see him and, you know, all run over trying to stop him, but it's too late. Oh, God. Uh, the train can't stop. That's awful. Yeah. Um. And then we see the balloon land right near Charlie. So, like, the and balloon balloons was... don't
0: land anyway. Like, that's not Mulder. a balloon behavior. That's not no. how helium works.
1: Yeah. No. Mulder goes into that. Yeah. Oh, Um, nice. Okay. So um, we get the intro and then see Mulder talking Scully through the case in their office. And apparently the father works for the State Department, but it was the county medical examiner that called Mulder uh, because he had seen a picture from the scene and was concerned because it looked like the balloon was floating sideways. So it was like a picture Mm. from went like a few seconds before yeah. the accident occurred oh, okay. a, like another family and the balloon had been like moving sideways got it as if and... it was kind of like luring him wasn't it mm-hmm. yeah yeah and Mulder makes a comment about you know learning in kindergarten that you know helium makes balloons fly up and uh scully goes did you learn about wind in kindergarten That <laughs> i thought was great yeah that is good yeah Uh, But Mulder said he had talked to, he did think of that, and talked Ah. to the weather service, but the wind had been moving in the opposite direction, so the balloon Ah, was going against the wind. Yeah. So they're talking to his friend Chuck, who is good at enhancing visual details. Oh, no. And it's, I mean, it's not not that bad. It's more funny and like a... Yeah, you're lightening the picture kind of way. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like in this case, uh, it's
0: not like this is this um, specialist who right. can adjust the brightness on a photo or whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. Uh,
1: and when he's enhancing the photo, it looks like there's a concentration of magnetic energy. Apparently, um, this was some of the science I didn't look up. I'm sorry. It's the
0: idea that we could see. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go.
1: What? (laughs) Right. So (laughs) essentially it looks like there is a ghost holding the balloon.
0: Okay. That's a separate statement than concentration of magnetic (laughs) energy. (laughs) Okay. We can talk about energy being stored in magnetic fields. That's fine. Um, Mm -hmm. if you are not also a magnet, you wouldn't care. It would not do anything. You need something to magnetic energy is not going to do anything to, I don't know, a balloon string, my teacup or a balloon string. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless it was charged. Now balloons are good at building up charge, like static electricity when you rub them on your head. True.
1: This was very much the string that was being held. No, 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 no. No. Um sorry. Fair. Yeah. And I no. have a feeling that your
0: anger is for like very righteous legit reasons and I just feel <laughs> mad about the misuse of the word magnet. Um so what a magnet what creates a magnetic field and what experiences a magnetic field is moving charge, which is weird to think about sometimes because we picture like refrigerator magnets and those don't seem to have a current going through them. But like what's going on is on a mm, Um, molecular level, all the molecules are aligned in what's called magnetic domains. And so
1: Hmm.
0: all of their little electrons are going rotating in the same direction, as opposed to something that's not magnetized, like, I don't know, a balloon string or my teacup, where all the electrons are orbiting in random ways. And so it kind of cancels each other out. Mm -hmm. And so we end up with a net magnetic um, field being created by all these little um, magnet or all of these little molecules lining up in a magnetic domain. And so that's what's going on there. Interesting. So uh, string does not do that. It is not a material that can do that. Um,
1: Could a ghost,
0: though. Could a ghost, I mean, the ghost, I guess, could... Well, I mean, a ghost could do anything it wants, I guess. It's a ghost, but I mean, like... Back to the unicorn issue. Right, exactly. (laughs) That is the unicorn issue, yeah. I think um, it would be, it would have to go in and change the, like, the nature of the molecules that make up the string. Like, it would have to not be string anymore. It would have Mm -hmm. to be, you know, iron or something.
1: Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, the other thing I was thinking is, again, like, moving charge interacts Mm -hmm. with a magnetic field, creates a magnetic field. So if you had like a bunch of static electricity on the balloon and the balloon was zooming along, technically Mm -hmm. that is also moving charge. So maybe it could be affected by a magnetic field. It would Mm. have to be an extremely strong magnetic field or it would have to, I I think, or a ton of charge built up on that balloon. Um, Neither of which really makes sense to me. And it definitely wouldn't make a hand hold it. But fundamentally, the main thing is <laughs> why would lightning a photo make a magnetic magnetic energy
1: show up? What does that okay. mean? Well, maybe he does have technology. We don't know about okay.
0: He's got that filter
1: or whatever, yeah. the like mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. The ghost filter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So Mulder and Scully go to talk to the family, and Scully kind of follows Charlie. She sees them walk out of the room. And she's going to talk to him, and she sees him talking to an older woman who is painting symbols on his hand, and the symbol oh. is uh, in red, and it's a swastika with dots drawn in like the corners or like yes. the points where the lines cross. Yes, and uh, apparently uh, the the woman, the mother, the older mm-hmm. lady, had come to stay with them after Teddy was born, so about two and years. ago. And she's the mo- she's the grandmother of Charlie. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And as they're talking, the smoke alarm goes off and then all the lights go off mm-hmm. and the woman, uh, the mother, the, well, we're going to learn her name. Maggie is the, you know, woman in her whatever thirties, the mother. The mother of Charlie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, And she's like, oh, it's an old house. And I feel like I, don't, I, I live in an old house. It wouldn't do that. Um, yeah. But her mom is concerned and is, like, kind of arguing with her in a different language. We later okay. learn they're Romanian. Uh, and okay. uh, have you been to Romania? I can't remember. Not yet.
0: No. No. I oh, okay. keep intending to go there, and then it keeps not happening. But I really want to go to, like, some of the villages and the mountains yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Cool. I'd also like to go to the Black Sea.
1: They Ooh, have, like, yeah.
0: resorts and stuff. That seems cool Ooh. to go to a resort. But, like, you're on the Black Sea. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that is cool. Uh, then in English, she says, you marry a devil, you have a devil child.
0: Whoa. 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 Whoa.
1: That's intense. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so then we see Mulder in his office and he's looking at pictures of swastikas, which is funny to me. Like, it looks like he's just like studying an image of one, which (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Ah, Right angles. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Scully comes in and he explains that it's an old symbol used for protection, which is true. And I, yeah. I was going to maybe look up something about this, as we know, I didn't. Um, <laughs> but also, I don't know that there's that much more to it than yeah. I mean. I know it's, it's true. I know it's true yeah. in
0: like Hindu stuff going way yes. back.
1: And yeah. Yeah. And so Scully tells Mulder that she suspects Munchausen by proxy. Oh. Because apparently Teddy, the baby, the toddler, had been admitted Mm -hmm. to various hospitals 10 times in his life. He was two. Oh. Oh. And each time they couldn't determine a cause of illness. Okay. And so Scully also checked on Charlie's history and he's also had a lot of admissions, but only since his brother was born. So Scully thinks that it's the grandmother when she moved in that she could be the cause and that apparently thinking. Uh, the child is e- is evil. Is one reason why she could be harming him. Whoa. So, like, oh my that's, god, that's Scully's theory.
0: Oof, I think Munchausen by proxy is just like the creepiest thing. It. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, ha- have you followed all that stuff with Gypsy Rose Blanchard and all that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big time. Oh my yeah.
1: god. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Horrifying. It's
1: creepy for sure. Yeah. 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 So. They then go to talk to the dad in his office. Uh, we later learn his name is Stephen at the State Department. Oh, right. State and, Department. Yeah. And he says that things have been strained since Golda, the grandmother, moved mm-hmm. in. Okay. And he says that he met Maggie while he was, like, stationed or working in Romania in 94. And her, no, that can't be right. It's got to be 84. I must have written that down wrong. Yeah. It can't be 94. Yeah. yeah. No and uh her mother was always against him and thought he was the devil.
0: Do we see so, anything in his personality that seems like maybe he is the devil?
1: He was kind of a dick to Charlie with the balloon oh. and like being oh, kind okay. of like you know jerky but okay. otherwise seems relatively normal. Okay. Yeah. Um and uh that apparently Golda is super superstitious. Which now, as I say that, makes me think of in the office with uh, someone. Was it Absolutely. Michael saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Yeah, which is
0: just Great. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she. But she is super superstitious. Yes. I like that. Okay, yes. according mm-hmm. to to Stephen,
1: right? And apparently, she also calls Charlie evil, um, and will Ooh. sometimes dote on him like she's afraid of him, which is Ooh. also creepy.
0: Man, that's not a good environment for your house. I don't know. Like, right? Yeah, yeah, that's
1: not a good scene. No. Mm-hmm. And so Scully brings up Munchausen by proxy, and to Stephen. Guy, okay. Yeah, to Stephen, and the guy, and Stephen, the guy says that he hasn't said anything, but he did worry that Golda could have been the one to to sneak in the bathroom and let Teddy out of the harness. Um, and he doesn't really have a good reason for thinking that, which is why he didn't say anything. But that's okay. just like, I think he thinks it's possible. Okay. So they're at the house then, and we see Stephen and Maggie, the couple, arguing because Scully wants Charlie to talk to them, to interview with them with the social worker present. And mm-hmm. Maggie's worried that they'll take him away. Charlie, they want to interview oh, okay. Charlie. Okay. Yeah. okay. And Golda Golda is cooking, um, and Scully's kind of in the kitchen. They're basically just all listening to this couple argue. And oh, okay. uh, yeah, and she sees Golda put a packet of something into the soup. So, like, she's got like a packet of herbs, maybe, that she puts okay. in there. That doesn't and... seem that weird to me at all. That seems <laughs> I know. like, I mean, I don't it know. Would, it would be weird if you pulled it out of like your apron pocket and it was like a folded paper packet of herbs or something that you then put in the soup and then refuse. Oh, and then refuse to. So it I mean, maybe you would think it was weird though, in that case? Maybe.
0: I mean, yeah, probably. I guess it's it's reminding me of when we flew back from Atlanta uh, after visiting our friend Manasseh and I had a baggie filled with um oh, was it oregano? It was oregano, but it was in like a different sort of shape. And I thought Oh, I am going to get stopped for sure for this because this looks like drugs for sure. And it was not an issue, but I think you uh, got stopped because you always do.
1: Um, yes. I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I was like I have a, what looks like a baggie full of drugs and it's fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> but because I apparently look like an Eastern European terrorist. Yeah, you have they, uh...
0: dark hair and you dress nice and I think that's suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like, I think we've talked about this, that, like, you have black hair and, like, look unusually elegant, and that draws the eye. And I look <laughs> like a regular American slob, and I think that that is okay
1: then. <laughs> um, Yeah, our country's great. Uh, <laughs> awesome, yes. <laughs> um. So she put something in the soup, and Scully uh is kind of like hey what do you got there um and she just yeah kind of talks to her in romanian and is dismissive and that's that okay okay and so finally steven is like listen we're gonna go talk to this woman um so he right so i don't see particular signs of him being evil he seems like a responsible father in that you know he's like no let's go have charlie talk to them yeah and so um, Him and Charlie are just going to leave uh, and they get in the car, but the garage door won't open. Mm. And so the dad gets on a ladder to try to fix it. And suddenly the door starts working and it sucks the oh guy's my tie God. up into oh it. My God. Oh my kills God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Whoa. Yeah. Oh
0: mm-hmm. no. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Things are not good over there. Oh boy! Right, and Charlie is very distraught, so it doesn't seem like he's doing it. But like you know how with the balloon situation and gotcha, yeah, no. So he's he seems very. Doesn't seem like he
0: did it or something. Like
1: correct, okay. Mm -hmm. And Mulder and Scully were leaving that leaving the house at this point, and they see what's happening, and they run to try to help, but the guy dies. Oh
0: my god. So later is that the, like how tight are ties? Like, do I not I guess it's possible. I don't know how a tie works. I mean I guess as it's pulling, the knot is getting tighter. Yeah. I guess it just makes me want to carry a little pair hmm. of scissors everywhere. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I used to have one of those things that would stay on your keychain that, that like can break a car window um oh, cool. and cut a seatbelt. Um mm-hmm. one of those little tools. Yeah. Um and I th- think about how I should get one again. And that's the end of the story. That's kind of where it stops. Yeah, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because if it could cut a seat belt, it could probably cut a tie. Cut a tie. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Once I tested it out and it really hurt.
0: Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Tested it out on what? On what do you mean it really <laughs> hurt? <laughs>
1: So, you like, okay. does it
0: cut skin? Better make sure it cuts skin.
1: <laughs> so it's got it's got like a small U shaped part with a blade, so that you could like slide kind of like a, a um, an envelope. No, not like an envelope cutter. Well, like some some brands of envelope cutters. So like you could slide a piece of paper or a seatbelt through it to cut it. Okay, then, gotcha. It's not like yeah. scissor blades. Okay, right. But then the part that breaks, and and that I'm very familiar with looking at a blade and not touching one. Good, good. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But the other part is like, it has like a little hole with a button you press and a little metal thing pops out to break the window. So that's like the window breaking part of it. And I was like, well, there's no way this is going to break a window. Like how is something I'm going to press with a button going to break a window? And so I tested it on my finger And it hurt.
0: Why? But (laughs) let's say, oh, my God. Like, I could see testing it on something. I don't know. I'm in no position to judge. Uh, And and an argument in my house is whenever Adam sees me carrying scissors, he gets mad at me because I I carry them with the point facing up towards me. Oh, God. Why? I don't know. It just it feels right. It feels like the safe way to just, like, hold them upside down.
1: pointing oh, towards me
0: and i just do it sort of automatically and every time he's like please you have to stop it you <laughs> if you trip and fall you will stab yourself and oh my god I, I just keep forgetting and so then i'll be like all right how do you want me to carry them like this and he'll be like any other way
1: yeah. <laughs> so, just point the blade away from you it doesn't yeah. matter."
0: <laughs> yeah um so i i can't judge that much but i also feel like well, I guess like, I'm glad it works. I don't yeah, know. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah like works. a spring sort of mechanism or something. Yeah. Or
1: like, okay, cool. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't cut me. It like bruised me really badly. Ooh, like, so it's like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, we should yeah. get those again. Yeah. So. So, right. he dies. so he dies. So that's not good. No. Yeah. And so the police are at the house. And they show Scully that there's a room that they found with, like, a bunch of candles, um, an animal sacrifice, um, small bottles of things everywhere. It's very witchy, you know? Okay. There's lots Mm of, yeah. And Mulder is, meanwhile, out looking at the garage door, and Scully comes out to talk, and he tells her that he found some ash present at the scene that's apparently everywhere. So, oh. like, on the garage door and on the car underneath it, there's, like, all this ash. Okay. And so, Scully says she's going to call social services to get Charlie out of the house. Very reasonable. Mm-hmm. And as they're talking, the garage door opens, and we see Golda and Charlie and then two men in suits uh, with big beards, which is okay. probably what
0: you're remembering. Yeah, I remember the beards.
1: Mm-hmm. And so back at their office, uh, Mulder told Scully that the ash didn't contain anything organic or inorganic uh, Uh, and that, according to the lab, the ash should not exist. This is what I was going to look into most specifically, uh, except I don't think I need to, because I think the answer is this can't be a thing. (laughs) So (laughs) like, okay,
0: chemists, listeners. Please yeah. let us know. But my understanding is that organic molecules, and Helen, you took way more chemistry than me. Organic molecules yeah. are carbon-based. Yeah. Inorganic molecules are not. Yeah. So that's everything. hmm Yeah.
1: So that's my understanding as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, huh. okay. hmm Yeah. Just, yeah. All right. So Yeah. But, uh, so they take it to okay. chuck. They take it back ah. to Chuck at the University of Maryland, and he says that he had seen it before when he was in India in nineteen seventy nine and that it's called Holy Ash, and that it happens um when things are like conjured essentially., uh, so he apparently saw a guru create a meal out of thin air, like just conjure a meal god i'm
0: so hungry right now oh, i'm like i was sitting here thinking should i ask helen to pause it so i can run down and get a granola bar but man it would be awesome if i could just conjure one that would be you know
1: i mean if you can conjure food do something it. better than a granola bar right
0: well i figured maybe that would take less energy I would, <laughs> I would, i would i would generate less ash or whatever yeah no i think if i could conjure a meal right now I'd probably, conjure, potatoes. I, I'd probably conjure some Indian food, actually, speaking oh, of India. I think I'd yeah. conjure alugobi and rice and maybe a samosa. Oh, God, oh. I'm so hungry. What have I done? Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. I just want someone somewhere to find me some gluten free samosas. If that is the only thing that comes out of having this podcast, if someone can find me gluten free samosas somewhere, that would be amazing. I cannot if find you them can even on the find internet.
0: Find Helen gluten free samosas. You can be a guest on our podcast. That's yeah. what we have to offer you. You can be you our. Can, you can special... name
1: my next dog. I, <laughs> I would love some gluten free samosa. I'm
0: trying to think about like the weirdest possible choice that someone could have to name your dog. Like, what would they do with that power? I think gluten free samosa would be a pretty funny name for a dog. <laughs> yeah. um, Call him I Sam. Think... Oh, I mean, samosa would be a real cute name for a dog. Yeah, actually, I would.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh anyway gully <laughs> responds to that by saying too bad you didn't bring your camera you could have run it through your computer and seen the entire last supper uh, uh-huh. which i thought was clever so uh we see and, and that's it that's as far as the ash goes by the way oh oh yeah okay um so we see charlie eavesdropping While Golda and the men with beards are chanting in the chanting room with candles and uh, a sacrifice, etc. Okay. And the social worker shows up to talk to the family during this time. And uh, Maggie, the mom, lets her in. And when she enters, they both hear Charlie cry out for his mom. And so they run upstairs and he's collapsed on the floor outside of the room. And we see smoke coming out from under the door. And she, Maggie, opens it to see the chanting, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And uh, Maggie tells her mom to get out of the house. And uh, the men and Golda, they respond in Romanian. Golda grabs Charlie and then locks the mom out of the room. So she, like, pulls him into the room and locks it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. And she had a knife on her. Uh, And so... The social worker goes to meet Mulder and Scully, who are pulling up at that moment, and says she's already called 911, uh, but tells them what's going on. And we hear Charlie saying, no, Nana. Um, And the woman is, like, stabbing the air in the room. Okay. Okay. And she then goes after Charlie and is crying and saying it's the only way. Oh, God. Yeah. But then we see Charlie suddenly calm. Mm -hmm. And he throws... Chickens, live chickens at his grandmother who is now collapsed on the floor and uh, he's just like totally calm now.
0: Okay. And we uh-huh. don't
1: see the transition. from mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the police are on the scene and Scully has talked to Charlie and he says he doesn't remember anything. Apparently Golda is dead, which like Golda's dead, you Maggie. said? Maggie. Yeah, she has yeah. lost her toddler, her husband, and her mother in like two days. God. Yeah. Um and uh her it apparently looks like her eyes had been pecked out. Uh and apparently there was ash underneath her body. Oh, so there is
0: more ash, but it's just not explained right. or anything. Yes, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay.
1: Mulder is poking around and one of the bottles contains mugwort. He says, which I find kind of odd that he can just like smell a bottle and be like, mm, mugwort. Sure. Oh, what is it not um, labeled. He's no. just like,
0: oh, that's mugwort. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, he says it's a ceremonial herb, which it is apparently used in smudging. Okay. Like, so sometimes people mm-hmm. use it for that. I,
0: I and- gotta say, I feel like all of this is very like... Look at how other religions and foreign people are scary. Doesn't it scare you how ooh they have different practices? Ooh, scary. Like, uh uh-oh, a room with candles. I don't know. I I don't love it. The sacrifices and the knife. No, no, no. Yeah. Golda's behavior is definitely scary. Okay. I guess what I mean is more like... They have a separate room just for some sort of religious purpose. I don't oh, know. Oh, sure. Maybe it's because yeah. we were just talking about it because I was mentioning when we flew back from Atlanta and I had that baggie full of oregano. But at our friend Manasseh's house, who is Hindu, they have a separate room for prayer and they have like, uh, you know, candles and photos and stuff on a dresser. And uh, yeah, like, they don't that's leave- not scary
1: basins of blood out though i'm skipping no, over some of the more okay gruesome that's details. fair and
0: also they don't even generate basins of blood um yeah it's not yeah. that they dispose of them right away <laughs> yeah yeah the only thing that ever scared me in manassas house which is this big beautiful new house um, oh yes. Yeah. do you remember was this me and you we were sleeping in the spare room me and mm-hmm. someone maybe you maybe me and amanda and uh there's a picture of I don't know if it was her grandfather or her husband's grandfather, an older man, very serious looking. And I swear to God, when I went to bed, it was hung on the wall. And then the next day it was propped up on the nightstand next to me. And I was like, did he move during the night? I swear that was on the wall.
1: Um, That was not me. Okay. (laughs) When we stayed with at Manasa's house together was when I got mad at you while trying to fall asleep because you were breathing. I was breathing too loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ironic that I then married someone with sleep apnea. Ooh, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was karma coming. Yeah, around. I think it is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I. Anyway, uh, okay. Some, so so it is. It is yeah. alarming. It
0: still. Yes. It still feels like the fact that they make it alarming is definitely like they're they're drawing on a sort of fear of of the other you know yes
1: i i totally agree with that yes there is definitely a like oh they're eastern european sort of vibe you know um and uh yeah that i totally agree with okay yeah but but you would not you would not want someone to have this room in their house just gotcha (laughs) Gotcha. okay (laughs) it is not like manasa's prayer room okay (laughs) um so uh, downstairs, we see the older men talking to Maggie, to the mom in Romanian, and she's mad at them and telling them to leave. And one of them says in English, "There's still evil here." Oh. And uh, she told she Maggie tells Mulder and Scully that they're the kalushari. Um, yes. and says that in Romania, they were responsible for the supervision of different rites and rituals. Okay. And so Mulder goes out to talk to them as they're leaving, and the guy says, The evil that is here has always been here and is gone by different names. Cain, Lucifer, Hitler. It does not care if it kills one boy or a million men. Which mm. obviously made me get um sympathy for the devil stuck in my head. Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I thought you meant it made you have sympathy for the devil just for a second. No.
1: No. Um, Let's I be clear. also
0: want to share that I decided to just do some quick research since this is apparently a thing.
1: I'm like, oh, the Kalishari is this real? um Did you look at it up at all? Did you? Look no, at this this again. I'm about to get really angry. And oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, before we
0: get to the anger, yeah. let me just yeah, say yeah. they are part of a fraternal secret society. Ooh. that practices a ritual acrobatic dance.
1: <laughs> no kidding yeah and These so we're not dancing there was yeah, no they, dancing it involved.
0: originated in romania but it's also in bulgaria hmm. and north macedonia and uh from three weeks after easter until pentecost um um they have they go to local communities and they dance and they've got costumes that are pretty awesome looking and cool, cool very cool hats with like Ooh.
1: thing on the top um oh, their, their hats were just like like um like top hats, kind of like traditional, you know. Yeah, I don't no, know if you'd call it a top these are hat, like. But... I mean,
0: these are these men are like younger. They're they're dance. They're acrobatic dancers. It looks like, Man. and and their hats remind me of. There's this guy in our derby league who has a helmet with like a fake mohawk on it. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and it it reminds me of that. It's got like a fringe that goes that way on, it, on the hats. Yeah, so, uh, so like a yeah. gladiators helmet. Yes but cool. fancier yeah but like more fun so anyway oh, a secret man society that does dancing so anyway that is the thing and that seems pretty cool
1: to me yeah that's awesome that yeah uh, we could have crafted a whole different sort of episode if that had <laughs> been involved man. one kind of riffing off of the last one i think yeah yeah absolutely but, traveling yeah. to different towns and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so uh they go to talk to maggie then And she says that she thought maybe her mom was putting a curse on her for a while for abandoning her beliefs and going to America Mm -hmm. um, when she met her husband. um, But says that her mom was actually trying to cleanse the house of evil and that uh, she believed that Charlie was somehow responsible. Uh, Again, this poor woman. I know. Oh, my God. So we see um, the social worker talking to Charlie in a room and Mulder and Scully and Maggie, the mom are all observing um, through like a one way mm-hmm. glass sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a nice room, like for kids. It's not like, gotcha. a, he's know, not being
0: interrogated. Yes,
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's insisting he wasn't there. Like, she's like, you know, how did what happened in the room? Mm-hmm. How did, you know? And he's like, no, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. And he says it was him. It was Michael. Oh my God. I think I remember some of this now. Yeah. Ooh. So Maggie says, We never told him. We agreed upon it. It was our secret. Oh, God. Uh, and tells Mulder and Scully that Michael was Charlie's stillborn twin and that they agreed to never tell Charlie about it. Oh, my God. And that apparently Golda had wanted to perform a ritual of separation when Michael died. And that if they didn't, uh, she said the dead would follow Charlie. Okay, that's so shitty. Yes. So this is, this is when I got angry and all thoughts of research flood my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and my, I, I, my. I am, I, I have a lot of,
0: I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Go for it. Well, yeah. I'd,
1: I'd like you to, cause my thoughts are very disorganized. Okay. So, so my,
0: um, I, my first thought is yeah. the idea that if one twin dies, It's going to be evil and follow you around? I mean, that Uh happened to our mom. Our mom was a twin, and the twin died. And, like, it's not uncommon. That many people have, like, oh, they didn't get this special Romanian ritual, so they probably got an evil version of themselves that kills people. Uh That's ridiculous and insulting.
1: To be fair, you have seen mom magnetically control balloons. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Well, it does explain all of those incidents yeah, yeah. i mean
0: that's and mm-hmm. and like i also don't love that they're like oh it's this secret that we didn't tell him about like uh-huh. that's awful um it yeah it just it feels like it's a shameful thing and also like a baby died and it's like now it's older and it's evil that's horrible
1: yeah 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 uh-huh. yeah i have very similar thoughts um, yeah. I agree with all of that. Yeah. Uh, I will say the not telling him about it and agreeing. Um, I feel like that's a little bit a sign of the times um, yeah. that there, I mean, there has been much more. A little bit fairer.
0: Our mom was older right. than that and, was, that, and yes. she was told. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But okay. Um, but that's,
1: that's fair. It was, right. that's, that was more of a,
0: Sweeping things or under something? the okay. rug
1: and pretending things didn't happen mm-hmm. so that you know mm-hmm. you can go on with life, which is you know we know psychologically a great way of dealing with. Yeah, things. right. And in, um, in the same way that people
0: wanted to do that about miscarriages and stuff, and, right? You know, don't yes. talk about it, whatever. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah. Um. I also so I I have more thoughts. um <laughs> I and. For anyone who may not know this, I had twins who died, one of whom was stillborn. um, and so i I feel a lot of personal anger at yeah. the portrayal too of stillbirth stillbirth as this kind of like evil sort of um what am I trying to get at? This is the disorganization of my thoughts coming into play. That's okay, yeah, um. This idea that it's this, you know, old thing that doesn't happen. And so because it happened to this modern woman, it's like this, like, um, catalyst for these evil forces. This gotcha. sort of, you know, like... Yeah, that's um,
0: ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Right. This this portrayal of, you know, um, it being something, like, dark and uncommon. And, I yeah. mean, it is, it is uncommon, but it's also common enough that it happens. Yeah. I mean, you Yeah. know. Yeah. Um, it's, um, so this idea that, you know, there's the, the, the kind of mm, evil... They're like associating
0: it. it as if it is like an
1: old-timey bad
0: luck thing yes. or something. Like the equivalent right. of like, I think there's right. an episode later on in the X-Files where like a white buffalo is born and it's like, oh, it's an omen or something, as opposed right. to like... Mm-hmm. You know, a very sad, uncommon, but not never happening mm, biological thing that happens. Like, yes,
1: yeah. totally right, totally, yeah. And it it reminded me a lot of um, uh, Mary Todd Lincoln. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with her story. Your face tells me you don't know where I'm going with this at all. No, it's reminding me of when
0: we were talking about hemophilia, and you just said, <laughs> you know, like the crown prince of Russia, and I was like, <laughs> just saying names. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I know Mary Todd Lincoln. I think had had. Was she depressed? Was she crazy? Was she? I don't
1: know. Tormented That's, in some way. That is the question. So, oh, okay, yeah. So um, I want to, I don't want to get this wrong, but I I think that three out of her four sons died. God, that's young. awful. Yeah, um, And then, oh. you know, her husband was assassinated. Yeah. Um, and so she... In a way, like, she's
0: got some stuff in common with Maggie. Uh, totally. Uh, with, yeah. As far as really horrible things happening. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And she um, basically, like refused to get over it like she like was like nope i'm still wearing black this sucks and like re- you know refused yeah. to like observe kind of the traditional morning rituals of the day well i mean she observed them but then kept on observing them yeah. like she yeah. she refused to you know kind of put that in the past or whatever and so her one remaining son who lived to adulthood had her committed um oh my god to, yeah um because he called her, you know, "quote unquote" crazy, uh, oh. and uh, she was just depressed and grieving. And they, yeah, they put her in a, a psychiatric facility of some sort. Whatever those were like in the day, which were probably really terrible, from the limited amount I know of them. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I don't know. Just this, like, I don't know. It just it. it I feel like. This all just brings me to be more angry at our patriarchal society that demonizes women who refuse to conform and not show their grief. And I'm maybe making too much out of that from the episode, but I don't like that it's like this, like, you know, I don't know. I just don't like it. I, don't I like understand. It.
0: Yeah, and I mean yeah. I was I don't was like just it. thinking yesterday or something. I was reading something about so and so had eight children, five of whom lived to adulthood, and I was mm-hmm. thinking about this idea that people I feel like used to say like, oh, you know, back in the day when lots of kids died, parents yeah. just didn't get as attached, you know. So that and and it's like, no, they were just grieving like like it's still horrible it wasn't like people were different back then and experienced emotions differently and they'd be like ah baby what are you gonna do easy come easy go you know like yeah no like it's good now that it's not like that because it's devastating
1: yeah yeah yes totally so michael yeah so at this point charlie starts seizing uh with the social worker and they okay. take him to the hospital and they're not sure the cause of the seizure, um, which I actually just listened to a great talk by my coworker, the neuroscientist, um, about hmm. her epilepsy research yesterday. And oh, interesting. I made note in my notes of like, ah, oh, maybe Rachel can look into this. Um, <laughs> ghosts, new cause of seizures. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so he's in the hospital and he's fighting the nurse because he doesn't want a shot, Um you know. Which
0: I was just reading
1: some stuff about that,
0: that. Oh, there's a doctor who is like, we need to not traumatize children about needles. Like oh. for a lot of reasons. And yeah. he has this like um protocol of what you should do when a kid has to get a blood test or a shot from the very start. So they aren't afraid. And I'm like, I need to start doing this myself. I got to get blood drawn next week. I'm also going to take a Valium, but they, they didn't recommend that. That's, that's fine. Uh, But uh, that you should put like lidocaine or something topical on it. Why did that never occur to me? Why don't we do that?
1: Oh my God. I don't know.
0: And that um, you should give them a sweet so that they're focused on that as well. So that they have right, a different sensation.
1: Why does it have to wait until after?
0: Yeah, like during is yeah. what they said. And if it's a baby, you should have like a pacifier dipped in sugar water or something like that. Mm, so it's very mm-hmm. sweet and distracting. And that you should never hold them down. That they should sit on their parents' lap or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah. And that, yeah, lidocaine, sweet, and, and physical comfort. And there might okay. be one other piece of protocol and and they talked about how they're trying to get this out in the medical community but that it's also something they want to share with parents because they know realistically not everywhere is gonna get that memo and so i'm yeah. gonna go in with that plan myself yeah i have to get blend drawn next week
1: yeah that's great william is yeah. super afraid of shots and I so this is him. they're so scary sorry <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's fine that i say that because you shouldn't be letting your kids listen to our
0: podcast yeah. anyway so yeah
1: um. um yeah oh i mean that's awesome that's yeah. really good information yeah.
0: yeah yeah like why not be eating the sugar while it's happening it also right. seems like a good idea because what happens to me when i have to get blood drawn is I freak out, freak out, freak out. And then mm. my blood pressure drops and I start to almost pass out. And they were explaining to me last time this happened, uh, when I was getting a pneumonia vaccine that like, cause I started freaking out so bad. I almost left. And then I didn't. And it was just, a, mm. it was not, it was not great. Um, That like something, again, I'm not a biologist, but something about when you're recovering from that freaking out, your system uses a bunch of sugars or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so that's why like I always, they'll bring me an apple juice and that usually helps. And like, it seems like beyond the distraction, if I were eating the sugar during the incident, that's even better. (laughs) So, you know. Yeah. Oh, totally.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah. uh, And I think that's why um, there's that like, not superstition, not old wives tale uh tradition i don't know where they they say that saying um we like you know tea with lots of sugar is good for shock yes but, you know oh. when you have yeah mm-hmm. sometimes i think about that when i'm just like
0: upset about something and i'll have tea with lots of sugar and i feel like <laughs> yeah. i'm in an old british novel and i just saw yeah. like something that scandalized me like <laughs> a woman's ankle yeah i was gonna Perhaps. say that yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that hussy um
1: yeah
0: i uh I, yeah, one of the things that the doctor was saying is that we need to like, that there's this normalization of children's fear and that we need mm-hmm. to try to not normalize that. And there's ways nowadays to get around that. And I think that's so smart. smart. And that also so smart. fucking lidocaine. How did that never ever occur to me?
1: No, never. Yeah. yeah. yeah because it's
0: normalized, I guess. Right.
1: So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also that's for the record, good
0: for any people with IUDs or contemplating getting IUDs, because, I mean, yeah. that is the most pain I've ever been in. That was not about a phobia. Oof. That was the most pain I've ever been in. And I know it was I different. I hear that. You
1: didn't, ha- you've had an IUD? You haven't? I, I had- have had a, and I actually had a dream last night that I had one. And I was like, oh. I thought this sucked for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have had one, but it was after having William. Yeah. And my understanding um, is that makes a
0: big difference. Yes,
1: that is mine too. That my friends who have not had, not given birth, have had the same thing you said yeah. to say about it, That yeah. it's, well, it's terrible. My male gynecologist at the time yeah. just told
0: me to take four Advil first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing. Um, yeah, I, was, I heard from a Derby friend or something that they had an experience where they put some sort of numbing agent akin to lidocaine on the cervix before doing oh. it and that that was effective. Huh. And I talked to my gynecologist and I was like, when I have to get this out and get a new one, I don't want to be awake. And she's like, we can make that happen. You can be oh. sedated. You will have to, because that was a nurse practitioner, but they were like, You'll uh-huh. have to see a actual gynecologist have a consult. We'll have to get it done in a different area. We'll probably have to get pre-authorization mm-hmm. from your insurance. But she was like, generally, insurance covers it because you know what's more expensive is a baby. So um uh uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So um, so wow. yeah, I'm gonna be sedated. Uh, if that, if I get one again, so I just want to let other people know, you don't just have to
1: take four Advil and suck it up. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And that, that numbing advice is both great advice. And I also want to caution people to not just randomly use any numbing product. Oh yeah. The doctor,
0: the doctor applied the numbing stuff. Great. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Great.
1: Very. Yeah. (laughs) Don't
0: don't pre-apply whatever, you know, goo you have laying around, (laughs) um, yeah. Back teen or something. <laughs> <God>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am planning to just look around and see if I have anything numbing to put on my arm. Because I don't know if they were sure. at the doctor's office, but that's yeah. my arm. It's, right. You know. I'm less way invasive. less concerned about that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyway, just a little medical aside.
1: Yeah. Interesting. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the nurse is trying to Michael. give. Michael. Yeah. Charlie a shot. for Charlie. And so we see uh michael coming up behind the nurse with some sort of weapon
0: and does he look just like charlie is that the idea yes okay Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and so charlie we suspect it's michael here goes up to his mom in the hospital waiting room Mm -hmm. and is like the doctor said i can leave uh and the mom's is like okay we can go (laughs) but she 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 clearly knows something's oh like she she clearly is like Okay. okay okay yeah and uh so Mulder and Scully see them leaving the parking lot and they're like, why, you know, why are they leaving? And so they run into Charlie's room and he's still in his bed. And yeah. the nurse or the doctor, whoever the the medical practitioner yeah. woman was, uh-huh. uh, is laying on the floor and kind of like, you know, knocked down. And she says that the other boy hit her. Oh, OK. And so Mulder says he's going to go get help and Scully is going to go to the house. Um, to follow Maggie. When you said Charlie. that
0: Maggie clearly knew something was up mm-hmm. and just was like, okay, it didn't occur to me she'd still actually leave with him. I thought she'd be like, Okay, I just need to use the bathroom and then like double back and check or something. Like
1: well, she has a plan. Okay. So okay. yeah. Yeah. Um so Mulder's going to get help, uh, which does not mean the police heads up <laughs> um wait he's gonna go get the kalashari isn't he yes he is yeah Uh okay (laughs) so um we see maggie and charlie at michael at home and he's asking to go to the park and can we go ride the train tomorrow Mm. um oh my god that's uh, so horrible uh uh-huh oh my god yeah Uh uh-huh and uh it shows her grabbing some matches and being like, "Oh, I'll be right back," and walks out of the room. And she goes into the the chanting room and okay. uh, lights some candles with the matches and uh, starts to chant in Romanian. So I think her plan was like, "Sure, I'll bring him home, but then I'm gonna do this ritual uh, to, okay. you know." Um, but Michael walks in as she's doing that. So Mulder okay. has brought the Kalushari to the hospital and um they're performing a ritual dance no sorry on um, charlie and uh he starts pissing this is the part that like i think could have freaked me out when i was a teenager yeah, at night yeah um it's very exorcisty, where he's yeah you know, pissing and thrashing and the water they're using starts boiling and the walls hmm. start dripping some sort of fluid but it's not blood and so i don't know what it is Epsy. um <laughs> yeah. No, it's kind of orange. I don't know. Okay. So, Santa. <laughs> <Fanta>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, And it's clear that he's like, you know, possessed or whatever. So uh, Scully is at the house. She gets to the house and the windows are blown out and the lights are off and it's all creepy in there. And she finds Maggie kind of cowering on the floor, chanting in Romanian. And Scully is then thrown backwards by an unknown force against the window and the window shatters and she kind of falls to the floor. And back at the hospital, things are still intense. And uh, at one point, Mulder kind of like looks at him, looks at Charlie, the boy, and Mm -hmm. uh, one of the Kalashari members is like, uh, says something like, don't, you know, don't look at him. Don't look him in the eyes. He'll know who you are or something like that. And uh, like the demon or whatever is possessing him you know okay i guess
0: i feel like yeah. i don't know i can look at someone without them looking me in the all
1: right it doesn't matter keep going yeah <laughs> sorry yeah. um and i would i would just like to reiterate that this is all happening in a hospital room which like <laughs> just for how many of my friends work in the health profession the idea of like i don't know this just happening like they're just yeah. you know exercising some little boy like it walls yeah. are dripping fanta
0: it's just oh, you know like i i got confused in there and i thought the walls were dripping fanta in the house in the, <laughs> no, in the hospital in the hospital oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: uh and finally they draw a swastika on his chest in blood and he calms down and back okay. at the house, like, so that happens then back at the house, Michael is about to stab his mom, and then everything goes calm, and he disappears. Okay. So, like, okay. the, the ritual worked, right? Okay. And so back at the hospital, the um, Kalus, Kalushari guy tells Mulder that it's gone for now, but that he must be careful because now it knows him. And that's Ooh. it. That's the end That of the is movie.
0: that is a, a creepy thing to end on. A creepy Yeah,
1: sentence. totally. But yeah. I
0: really resent the idea that a stillborn baby is the same as a demon.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. that's the
0: most it's succinct insane. way to sum up the way they're treating this.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, really makes me angry. Because uh-huh. I recently saw The Pope's Exorcist, um, which is oh,
0: right. Not a it's great bad. film. It's real right. bad, but that's why we saw it as we were going to right. see the podcast, How Did This Get Made? Do a right. live uh podcast thing about it, um, which was fantastic. Um, yeah, it's got like Russell Crowe playing an Italian exorcist who works for the Pope, and he um it is based
1: on a true story, though, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: it's ba- yeah, Oh, this guy very loosely this guy, I mean, it's more that this guy it's based on seems like a crackpot. Like he oh, claims sure. to mm-hmm. have performed over ten thousand exorcisms but then he specifies that there's often hundreds of demons in an individual person and <laughs> so it's like like 10 <laughs> yeah yeah and like yeah the like, the more he gets into the math it's like okay so he's done it like five times yeah um <laughs> and uh you know he also uh was one of those people that had stuff to say about like Harry Potter being witchcraft and like, you know, it's one of those, it's, it's we're in a weird place, Harry Potter wise where I'm like, Oh, you don't I like know. Harry Potter. Is it be, is it for the reason that JK Rowling went off the deep end and is a turf and is hateful or is it because right. you're terrible and you think it's witchcraft, you know? Right.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, when I was the last summer or summer 22, maybe I um, worked at like a kid's science camp. And um, for a couple weeks, I think, two weeks. And uh, um, one of the girls who was part of my camp was this, like, super... She was awesome. She was, like, super, super uh, polite. And she was, like, this petite little blonde girl. She was, like, a future um, April from Parks and Rec. Because she, like, she was very unassuming, but then she would... She also was super into reading, and then would just come out with these like super morbid things that she would huh. say. These like really like I don't know, talking about like how like oh I like graveyards too, and like I don't know, just like these like really off putting. She was awesome. She was she great. was working at the camp, or she was a kid at the camp. No, no, yeah, she was like nine. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. She was eight. So or you, nine. you mean yeah. she
0: was like a younger version of April, not
1: a future yes. version? Okay, yes. gotcha. Yeah. yeah, a younger version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, so she was very well-read and she would always mm-hmm. read before camp mm-hmm. started. And, uh, and one day she was reading Harry Potter and I was like, oh, you know, but have you read that one before? Whichever mm-hmm. one it was. And she was like, oh yeah, I've read them a couple of times, you know, and, uh, and we were talking about it and she's like, you know, I, I love these books, but I don't like JK Rowling's politics. <laughs> And that's I was awesome, like, yeah. And I was like, Yeah, same here, yeah. That's <laughs> just, awesome, yeah. She was awesome, <laughs> yeah, good for her. That's great, yeah. yeah. I felt I like, Wait, way to go, her parents, that's, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, um, so anyway, so that's the Pope's it. exorcist, yeah, oh, oh, I uh, right. yeah, yeah, just like in that one it's all there's some very similar stuff because there's mm-hmm. a boy who's maybe i don't know 12 or something who's possessed mm-hmm. and it's all i mean it's the same tropes and like yeah and there's even uh-huh. something about looking them in the eye and they do do a pretty cool effect where you kind of see two pupils of like the demon inside of it's kind of cool
1: yeah.
0: um, um mostly it's a terrible movie but in a pretty uh-huh. fun entertaining terrible movie way okay. and i think as i may have told you it has Russell Crowe riding a Vespa from Rome to the middle of Spain, which is a very long distance to ride (laughs) a Vespa. Um, And also, he's not a very convincing Italian. (laughs) I believe it. uh, Yeah. Um, Anyway, but it's a demon. It's a demon. And that's kind of the whole point. Like, so it's really, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like, when you say it out loud, they're treating a... Child who died it before birth mm-hmm. as a demon. Like that's mm-hmm. not okay. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's a pretty no. terrible concept for an episode. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yep. And
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: it should have been about the real Kalishari who are secret acrobatic dancer society men.
1: Yeah, that would have been incredible. Yeah. Just and like I'm-
0: with the episode shapes, we should just rewrite that and, yes. and share about that plot next time.
1: Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, again, talking about, I think last time we talked about this and about the episode Shapes and about rewriting something, we got on like a fan fiction tangent Mm, um, and got on some disturbing Property Brothers stuff. Oh, the Property
0: Um, Brothers fanfic.
1: Yeah. I cannot watch any of them anymore that has oh, ruined no for me. no oh no i ruined property brothers yeah. for you forever oh no yeah. which to be fair like they weren't my favorite anyway for a lot of reasons it, but like, it wasn't like that was know. the last straw okay that was yeah oh yeah, my god that was it.
0: oh sorry <laughs> and i yeah. won't reiterate the specifics of the fanfic no, in case it would ruin it for someone else
1: forever yeah yeah, yeah, they don't need to know that. You can no. listen to our episode about shapes if you'd like. Yeah, which I think is called in. Property Brothers fanfic. Oh, so. yeah, it is. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, next up is F Masculata. Don't know what yeah. that
0: is. You know, I'm looking at like the one sentence summary, and it is not at all familiar. Ooh. Quarantine's a prison facility after a mysterious sickness proves lethal. and keeps mm. escapees. If I had to guess, I thought F Masculata was
1: about like a bug like a mystery bug I don't know I mean I, it I sounds think... like a genus species I mean it sounds like a yeah yeah huh. yeah so maybe that's it I think I just keep thinking that episodes are about those
0: glowing bugs and I don't even remember maybe maybe I already saw the glowing bug episode I think yeah, we, did, we did and I just yeah. keep thinking it's gonna be more glowing <laughs> bugs I don't know
1: yeah well maybe one of these days yeah yeah I'm, I'm ready for glowing bugs part two yeah <laughs> All right. Well, until next time then. Yeah. Uh. You know,
0: follow us, all that stuff. We want to believe pod at gmail.com. Send us creepy stories.